Hi guys, welcome to Tea with Alsa. Today we have a very special guest, Samadina. Samadina Hi. Art, as you can see, her lovely painting here. Let's kick off with the painting. Like, tell us, what is it about? Well, this was the first painting I did of my Albanian series, and the series focuses on different clothing from different regions, as that's a very big thing in our tradition and culture. It started kind of randomly. It wasn't something I really planned and anticipated ahead of time. I came across a picture on Twitter and I just like fell in love with it and I decided to, I wanted to kind of paint it because I was so like mesmerized by the detail and stuff but it was a big challenge because I hadn't painted anything with so much detail before. So I started, I did it and then I really like how it turned out <laughs> No, and it got fine. a lot of um, good praise so it kind of got me thinking I was like oh I should actually start turn this into something so i started looking at other regions and did my research and went from there so i start. this was the first one the next one i did was jobleta mm. and then i think it was Mudi, and then so on i've done quite a few how many have i done in total i've done over five in total so far of women and then from there i started experimenting with like other type of albanian paintings and styles and just incorporating tradition into my paintings well, so that's the story behind that. I can see some great detail in this painting, and it's definitely some skill that takes to bring something to reality. And I, w I wonder, how did you start your journey as a student to eventually university, right? Yeah. You studied architecture, right? Yes. So okay. I, I so don't... how did that shift occur, like from architecture to arts? Well, I always liked and I was interested in art, but I mainly stuck to pencil drawings. Mm. So I didn't do much painting. I started experimenting very randomly. So like I said, I was always into art. And then one summer I came across an artist back home and I got to talking to him and it just like inspired me to want to try it out because I'd never... Was this back in Albania? Or yeah, in back in Albania, back right. in Shkoda. Okay. Um, and it inspired me to want to like try out painting because I was just mesmerized by his work. And uh, so I went with my mum to an art store back home actually and I picked up some supplies and when I came back I like tried oil paints for the first time but it went terribly because I didn't think about how to use it I just assumed mm. and like I tried to do an oil painting with water which doesn't work because it doesn't they don't work together yeah so I kind of just put everything uh, to the side and didn't really touch paints again well seeing this level of painting right here it's good that you didn't give up <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like a good year or so after i started i did a painting for a friend because she found out that i could draw them like for a birthday gift i decided i wanted to do a painting mm. and now that i look back at it it's quite not so great mm. <laughs> but it kind of pushed me to kind of attempt painting again so then that following a couple months after i started another one and I started with acrylic and I just wasn't happy with how it was turning out. So I was like, okay, let me try oil paints because I still had them. And I just did a bit of research on like what I actually need to mix the oils together and how they work. And then I gave it a go. And that was when I did my first big painting, which was my Medusa piece. Mm. And that was beginning, I started it beginning of 2019 and I finished it around May because I was living away at uni at that point so I started it during the Christmas and I had to go back to uni and I finished it when I came back in summer and that was kind of this real start of me painting because that's when I started getting a bit more consistent with it and like seeing the good feedback kind of just pushed me to 
want to create more and seeing the improvement in my own art mm. is just like a push for myself because yeah. I'm mm. like oh damn like this is a lot better than the first time I tried it like this actually looks like decent and getting that positive feedback and people saying that they're interested in like buying it and all this stuff was just like pushed me further but well, that's I see quite some influence actually in this particular painting which happens to be your bestseller right uh, the prints, yes. Right. So this was like the one that really kicked off my mm. uh, my website and prints on my website. Would you say you're going for some Mona Lisa vibes in this particular painting? Because one thing that is very ambiguous to me is whether the eyes here are open or not. So it's like, is he smiling or not? Like, what, tried, is there any attention to that detail? Or? I didn't want her to be smiling in it. That's one thing I didn't want. I wanted her to have a very authentic expression which wasn't happy. Very conservative, right? Very conservative. And back in the day, you'd see a lot of brides weren't when they got married. It, was very, it wasn't as much a, a joyous thing as it was. It wasn't shown as that. Like, right. Even today, like when you when you go and get the bride, it's a very emotional time. Mm. They're not smiling and happy and ecstatic. So I wanted to kind of portray that. It does feel modern at the same yeah. time, though. Yeah, I've brightened it up with the colours 100%. The mm. background and all that. So I always put a little twist on the paintings I do. So if I use a reference, I like to enhance them a bit more because I don't want it to just be exactly like photos. Then you can just mm. print off photos. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, hundred percent. I was gonna ask. So obviously you do like traditional Albanian style painting. That's you, not it. But that's not it. No, I don't okay. just do that. That's just I didn't start with Albanian traditional painting. Okay. I get inspired from a lot of things, so it's that was that's just one aspect of my art right series yeah yeah, yeah. just a series because so, i wanted to ask is it something that you focus specifically on or you you do other things so obviously. no i do yeah. other things this this albanian painting started like a year into my painting right so i've been painting now for like two and a half years and these albanian paintings started last summer so it was quite into my painting career <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, I paint a lot of other things. I I still like to experiment because I don't think I have a set style. So I'm all about experimenting, trying different mediums, styles, because I am still learning myself and everything is self-taught. So I'm just taking it as I go, seeing what I can learn, what works with me, what I like, what I don't like. So, yeah. Do you look at different artists, like in terms of you get inspiration from them and try to incorporate it? You must be. Uh, yes, I like, I don't try and copy or use anyone's work unless I'm doing like a study where I'm just practicing, right. where I'm just practicing. Um, so I think it's good to look at other artists' work. But I like, I found that I like a lot more artists that I find through social media than more so famous artists because I follow a lot of artists on social media and stuff and I keep up to date with more their work than big artist names personally mm. but yeah mm. well honestly I'm just obsessed with the level of detail especially in the necklace so there's a lot of energy literally coming out of it yeah. and I can sense a lot of balance when it comes to the blue as well by the way I can talk a bit of painting <laughs> jargon here because little facts I did go to painting school when I was a kid and I managed to somehow have my, well, one of my paintings See, I exhibited. See, I have one of these. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah, we're talking to the big boys here. I, I'm showing off the diploma here when I was seven. Uh, because I bring that, if, if I bring the actual painting, it would be, be completely disbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be too mad, like, the, the levels would just be yeah, well, over 9,000. No, truly, this is outstanding, I have to say. Um, it just feels like some sort of photograph to some extent, you know. Uh, it's, it's it's amazing work 
And you said it's just been two and a half years you've started painting. So. Yeah, that's how long I've been oil painting for. That's amazing. So, do you do any different types of painting? I played around with acrylic, but I'm not a big fan of it personally because mm. it dries a lot faster and doesn't give me enough time to work, especially with detailed pieces like mm. this. I do use it sometimes when I'm doing more of an abstract piece. Sure. I've also started getting into digital work a bit recently. Nice. So I like to do a bit of that as well. But that's something that I'm still like growing to because I just got an iPad <laughs> like yeah, last no, year. Fair. So I'm playing around with that as well a bit. And obviously you said the acry acrylics, they dry quickly. So I'm yeah. just thinking with the oil paintings, they must take quite a lot of time in terms of the different layers and yeah. applying so all the colours. Um, for example, one layer can take, depending on the brand of paints as well, so yeah. it all varies it can take like a good week to dry a layer. Right, wow. So it take, it's a long process with oil painting. Where do you hang them? Like just in... I have a studio now, so okay, I'm very cool. lucky that I can just kind of leave them to dry there. But before I was working in like my tiny room, so it was very difficult. Yeah. Because I literally have the smallest room. My brother, unfortunately, got the bigger one. Oh. Exactly. Is what it is. I know. So I had to, it was very difficult until like we... I got a little studio in the back garden, so now I've got my own space and I don't need to deal with the fumes and anything. Yeah, no, amazing. That's really good. It's good that you're also exploring business as well through your own art because nowadays everything is just getting more and more transactional. So it's quite impressive actually that a piece like this actually sells for a good price of £175, I heard. Yeah, that's so, what this piece is. But my prices vary depending they do on vary, the right. like painting, the time, the meaning, the like everything about it. So I try like because I'm still quite new to the whole career in art. Mm. I do have a bit of like my prices fluctuate a lot. Mm, sure. So it's well, you have to be aware of the market as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. So was that something that triggered your interest into you know having your arts merchandised as well or? Did you no, just come up with it really. like randomly? I to be when I started painting, it was never like a, I'm painting to turn this into a career or I'm painting to earn lots of money. Mm. That's not how I started. I started because it was just a hobby mm. and I enjoyed it and it was something that I could do in my free time. And like whilst I was studying, I kind of felt a bit less guilty if I was like watching Netflix and painting rather than just watching Netflix. Right. So yeah. it became like a hobby that I was doing in my free time, mm. especially whilst I was at uni. Well, it's good to have a hobby that now it's made some good so, money, right? Exactly. So it kind of fell into my lap and it was like a shame not to nurture it because I had people reaching out like, oh, do you do prints? And mm. it took me a while to kind of actually start a website and decide I want to do this because I was very nervous about like dropping, like turning things into prints and not having anyone buy anything. Right. So. Well, there's always a process yeah. to it. and. So it, it seems like, like a long process. You've endured quite well into... Yeah, I've been very lucky until now, like, with it. Are you surprised by maybe how quickly or, like, the manner in which you've been able to monetize your work? Yes, I am, because when I started my website, it was very slow. And that was before I dropped my first Albanian painting. Sure. And I would, I would 100% say that when I dropped my Albanian series and paintings, that's when my like website took off because I had way more people viewing it and mm. way more people interested in it. And that kind of took off for my Albanian series, but then it meant people were looking at my other work as well because they were on my website too. Right. So, so it, it got very, I got very, yeah, I got very lucky in that sense. And when that started to take off, it was a big, surprised to me because I went from like starting my website to getting maybe like 
two print sales like a month when I just started yeah. to getting over 50 and it was a, in a couple of days and it was all like people actually really like my work so mm. it was a big push and motivation for me as well to just create more content and stuff right this happened during university yes so, so you must have been thinking hmm maybe this architecture course isn't for me <laughs> we should start selling paintings it was yeah it made me realize that I want to kind of explore both things and it put mm. me in limbo like which one do I want to explore more right now right how does then your art kind of intersect with your degree oh maybe it doesn't it, good question it doesn't it doesn't it depends what side of architecture you're looking at because mm. there's like technical stuff there's absolutely no link the only like link is maybe just eyeballing sizes and stuff like that for reference. Right. Sure. So I can be like, this painting would be too big for this room or something like yeah. that. So very minimal yeah. interlinking there. But it does come in handy, I think, if you're looking more at interior architecture, because sure. through art, it's not just the painting. Like I know what colours complement each other mm. and just what certain things work better so it links in that way so yeah. if i was to design a house and work on the interior i'd have a better idea of what colors are going to work better together yeah. what looks good here what looks bad well, here. just to let the listeners in on something um samadina <laughs> sort of did an interior design in our studio commenting on the lighting and this and that so um i'd say yeah depending on some good constructive yeah, criticism going through yeah constructive yeah. Some, some of it cutting so but it is great to have a, an artist's eye in our studio. And yeah, we appreciate so. all the comments earlier. <laughs> yes, all the comments. So where do you see this hobby slash business evolving in the near future? And let's say even in 10 years time, do you see something like mentoring from your side, lecturing arts? Or like, do you see yourself as an academic or at least sharing your talent with younger audiences? <laughs> or... Definitely not. An academic i don't really see myself lecturing and stuff but i do see myself growing my art and just producing more and doing bigger things with my art and trying to like give back but not in like an acad not me teaching I mean, art in, kind of way like <laughs> giving back in a someone might come to you and be like yo this is great you know i, I just want to know your trade better would yeah. you would you be the kind of yeah i'm always like i get people messaging me i've had people message me and ask for advice and stuff and i'm always happy to like respond right. with like if they ask like oh i want to get into this how do you have any mm. advice and stuff but i do find it hard for me to give advice because a lot of my work i kind of just self-taught and i winged it like i'm still yeah. winging it now so like i've never taken a lesson myself it's tough for you to talk about it like yeah what so you did. i feel like if if an art teacher came they'd probably be like you're doing this completely wrong Mm. But it works for me, so I'm mm. going with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. So, like, technically, I don't even know if I'm doing it right myself. Yeah, it's actually, <laughs> it's actually a good point that she just made. Like, yeah, she, she's not looking for validation from, let's say, professionals in the art world. Yeah, but I suppose with all creatives, there is a kind of sense of kind of like imposter syndrome, where you maybe in the early stages of creating, you might feel like, oh, am I doing this wrong? Do I, you know? deserve to do this something like that like but i think that's something that you can argue with a lot because i feel like some people see art and like okay this is wrong this isn't like i've seen videos of stuff of people evaluating art and stuff and like they'll be very picky with stuff then yeah. you can always argue that art can be whatever you want it to be yeah well there's like the, you the, get the people who put a dot on a canvas and they sell it for millions that's the joke right if someone you looks know, at like so, a banana in a museum it's like this is about seven and a half million pounds this one so, <laughs> so like i feel like it's it all depends on the person so you right. can really argue anyway with it mm. what do you think then like your art represents for you personally as a creative like what 
What does it mean to you? It depends what pieces I'm working at, I think, because every piece kind of means something different. Like, obviously, the Albania series is a big part because that's where I'm from. So right. it's a big part of me and my own heritage. Mm-hmm. Not every single one, because it explores each different region. Sure. I'm not from everywhere. Sure. <laughs> so, but it's my way of kind of like keeping in touch with it, because I don't just paint around the page. I actually research the clothing, mm-hmm. the area and stuff. So it's like a nice way for me to like get a little history lesson in myself. Right. You know, you're actively engaged yeah, in the and culture. Then with other, and I like to put my own twist on it with adding brighter colors and whatnot. So a lot of the time, I'll completely change a background to what I originally see because I just prefer it, mm. and it's a bit more me. And I make things work for me. If that means making something more simple or making something more intricate, it always varies. But I just like to put my own twist on it. So it's just my way of you're expressing yeah, yourself in the painting. I think that's you- like as cliche as it sounds that's the whole point of art is to express yourself in right. some way mm. well if you happen to express yourself in such a way that impresses other people you yeah. know it's it's great you know i think you've done a great job and it's quite nice to see that there's a lot of talent that you're willing to not just keep for yourself because there's a lot of not just for bands but you know, the people our age so yeah. youngsters they, they have a lot of talent which is mm. let's say unchallenged and unexposed so it's great to see that you're out there and not just keeping it for yourself and like making yeah. sure that you are happy with it. But something like this is quite eye pleasing to say the least. Yeah. And I think in terms of you were saying about young people, like I think now, especially after the pandemic in this economy, everyone is looking at their own self and they're like, well, how can I showcase my own skills and kind of be my own boss? And especially those ones who are creative. I, so I wonder if you had, from your experience, any advice to give these young people in terms of just starting out or what would you suggest? I think the main thing is to actually just start because I know when it came to myself, I put off starting a website for a long time because I was scared of it just not being worth it because yeah. one, I have to pay to start a website and I was like, I've got to invest into this even though it wasn't a crazy investment. Mm. I still had to invest into mm, it. Sure. I'm, I'm a student. Yeah. So it was... I was Did you design of, it yourself? I had a little help from my brother but... He helped me like when I first launched it just to figure it out because he had a bit more experience in that industry and the whole business side of things, which I didn't. But after that, I just did it myself. So when I change it now, I change it myself. But my my website, even to this day, is very basic, standard. And I'm fine with that because it does what it needs to do. It's just a showcase. <laughs> exactly. Right? It does what it needs to do and it gets the job done. So I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> but my biggest advice is just start and just keep consistent with it. If you're trying to learn something, then the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. And that's that's the main thing I've learned from what I do. For me, the time my business was most successful was when I got a break from uni. So mm. during the holidays and stuff, because I had more time to put into it. When I had exam season and all that, I couldn't put a lot into it because I had to focus sure. on school. So you could see the... What's the word? What is the word? What is the word? The progress, the... That Fluctuations, the... oscillations, you know. <laughs> that's a good that's a great word, <laughs> oscillations. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> of my business. So you can. So my biggest advice: is just keep it consistent mm-hmm. and don't be set back by if something doesn't go well. Especially if you're on a creative bill, because it's always up and down. And unless you're like up, up, mm-hmm. there's not a consistent price. Because I can have like a really great month, or I could get zero or one sale a month. So it really varies. So you you got to be open to the fact that it's not going to be something that's mm-hmm. steady and set. Like mm-hmm. you got to be open to that fl- fluctuation of income of business of everything yeah so do you reckon it'll take you some time to 
expand your business so that it doesn't just remain to the point where it just sells, let's say, one or two pieces a month and then just booms the next month. And Do you reckon there's some methods that you're thinking about at the moment that will stabilize your business and make sure that you get regular cash flow? Yeah, the main one is, like I said, consistency. For me, there was a huge fluctuation based on the fact that I and was By asking this question, studying. there's another element. Sorry if I interrupt. Yeah. Um, do you study the business side as well as the art side? So, okay, this month, this piece sold very well. Next month, something else sells better. Do you make some sort of analysis of what is going on? When I started, no. Because <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't really plan or anticipate anything. Mm. But as I've grown and my audience has grown, I do pay more attention to that. So when I post something that is new, it, I kind of need to see how it works, mm-hmm. you know? And now I've like learned to gauge a bit, oh, okay, there's certain things I know that, okay, this will do well because it's part of this series or something similar has done well before, mm-hmm. or I know that this might not do well. Or I might, sometimes I'm completely wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. There's paintings and works that I've posted that I've been like, okay, this is great in my eyes and this is going to do amazing and it's done not great. Mm-hmm. Or there's stuff that I've done that's been really quick. I'm just posting it because I'm sharing something I created, but it didn't take me long, it didn't take a lot of time and whatnot, and it's done great. So it's something I've started to pick up on, but I'm still learning myself. Everything I do is like an ongoing lesson for me. It's good that you at least are aware of the whole scene behind. I need to be now. I have no choice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Especially if I want it to grow. Because it's something that kind of fell into my hands. So it's a shame to not nurture it Mm. and try and build it and grow. Mm. I was just going to add that it's fascinating that you are aware of what is going on in your hobby slash business. Because it definitely makes quite a good standard of helping you get to the next level, which you were looking towards in terms of sales, in terms of expanding your collections as well. Why not? Yeah, That's a good point, because some people can be like completely oblivious as to what the people that they're selling to want. I mean, especially take, for example, Virgil Abloh, yeah? And I'm just going to name drop him. I'm sorry. (laughs) This guy, he got all of his followers and literally, like, I remember when he designed the Pop Smoke album when he died. Oh, it's terrible. It it was literally, he just went, was it even Photoshop? Was it even Photoshop? I don't know. He just put, like, awful. I don't remember what it was, but I remember looking at it and being like, it was terrible. And it was at the time when people were from where they asked for fans and stuff to submit their own cover yeah. arts and stuff. And there were some really good ones. Mm. So it was a shame to see such a... Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, go for it. She said it. <laughs> go for it. Such a cover be picked mm. just because of the person who created it. Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. Yeah. And it's, I suppose part of it is when you get to a certain level, you don't want your head to be in the clouds and just... Like in terms of like... um authenticity i think we spoke a little bit about um kind of artists who maybe don't connect with the people that they're drawing for or maybe what they're drawing for themselves so how do you manage to keep that sense of authenticity in your work i try to gauge what the people who followed me for my art like but while still doing what i want to do because it's mm. started as a hobby and i don't want it to become something where i'm doing it for other people solely right because i do commissions and that's 100 percent for other people sure so if someone wants to come be like, oh, I want this and this and this, then request a commission from me. Mm. But if I'm going to do something that is an original piece of art, mm. then if you like it, you like it, great. If you don't, then this is, I did this for me and you liking it is just a bonus on top of that. Mm. So I, I guess with the whole commission and original, it gives that that option for you to once, if someone, if a client or whatever, customer, someone in my audience wants something specific, then they can go through that route. 
if you're following me for my art because you just like my authenticity and what I create, then you've got my original work and it is what it is. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's for me to decide. Yeah. So I think it's that balance. No, 100%. Um, we're going to ask a question from uh, one of your fans. But before I do, like, what is it like to have fans? I don't have any. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, she yes. How many followers have you got on Instagram? got quite a few. A few. Yeah. A few. You know. She's still <laughs> You know. Everyone knows. I, I have 10,000, but they're not fans. What are they? Followers. Followers. People who just like my content, I'm going to assume. Sounds like fans like to me. I don't like the word fans. Why not? I don't know, because I feel when I think fans, I think of like a celebrity. Okay. And that's obviously not what we're here for. Sure. Fair enough. Do you, would you ever want to be a celebrity, or no. is that just it's not for you? Not for me. Low yeah. key, all the time. Not yeah. for me. Like I post my stuff and stuff. I post my work and stuff. But the whole like personal invasion stuff is not for me. Right. Yeah. Sure. What? Would, what? So then, what would you like sort of this to be? Kind of, if not celebrity, then what would you like this to kind of become and say? Just five like, years, ten years, wherever. Just to be known for my creativity mm. and my work, rather than myself personally, because that's for me. Right. If that makes sense. Right. So yeah. you don't want your personal life to be not really. So like, sanity, obviously yeah. it, it comes across naturally because I'm sharing my work. So there sure. is an a percentage of my personal self that gets shared, but I'm not here to share the ins and outs of my life. Mm. Sure. So sanity if you is can a gauge brand, that yeah. from something I paint, then that's something completely different, but not like, here to talk. Yeah, so okay. Samadina the brand and then Samadina the individual yeah. are two yeah. completely separate yeah. entities for you. Well that's a really good way of going about it especially if you want to distantiate yourself from the brand and sort of investing in it but at the same time maintaining your own boundary as an individual because i'm selling my work not myself exactly. even though i even though it's me who's creating so it's mm. like a little percentage sure but i want to keep that like separate yeah, 100% and ultimately you want control over yeah your image especially in this day and age where yeah, just everybody's stuff is online now mm. so yeah yeah right, great i forgot to ask the fan question <laughs> i know i'm sorry i'll stop saying it but they were asking what is your favorite piece that you've done i have two to three favorite pieces this being one because this was the first albanian piece i did and mm. it just means a lot to me because i kind of started that sure i have a, another one which is my ajak painting which was one of my no it wasn't my first it was my second big painting First big painting I did whilst I was away at uni, it took a lot of effort and I did it from my bedroom floor. Yeah, and yeah. for me, I love it. I love the colours on it. It's like, I don't know if you can edit it so you can insert an image of it so people know which one I'm talking yeah. about. So we'll have it like flash up there. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes a bit more sense, but that's a one that I really like too. And then also the first big painting I did, which was my Medusa one, because it's just sentimental. I think my favourite paintings come from the meaning behind the time they were created more than along with the actual and how they turned out in the end mm -hmm. but a big part of why certain paintings are my favorite is because of where i was at when i painted them and how it went after yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want to actually quickly kind of run it back mm -hmm. so obviously your degree in architecture what lessons did you take for that because i think sometimes when we kind of pivot from one industry to another we might think to ourselves oh well not that that was a waste of time, but it doesn't necessarily apply. But if there's any lessons that you think you've learned now from your time at university and your time doing architecture, what, what do you think they would be? I feel like what I learned for my degree in architecture doesn't really interlock with what I've learned for my art, unless I was incorporating the business sides of both things. Mm. But in terms of the 
stuff I learned in architecture and stuff I learned in art, it doesn't really link. At least I haven't found that yet. Mm. For me... Do you feel like there's any lessons? Not so just because, one, I'm not finished with my full architecture degree. Sure, sure, sure. So I've only sure. done my undergrad and it was, and I, I was a COVID student, unfortunately. Ah, so I had to do up. most of it right. at home. That must so, have been useful for you because you were just it like... It was yeah. because I... This isn't good. This isn't good <laughs> advice, but I'd listen to lectures whilst working. Yeah. So that was a benefit. Hey, listen, at least you were listening to Exactly. Works. Sometimes I'd go to classes. Whilst doing them. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, so... Don't do that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Stay cool, kids. Don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't found that there's been much link in terms of lessons yet, unless I'm looking at if I was to open like an architecture business or something. That's fair. That's fair, that's fair. That's fair. But that's the business really. Sure, is, so. sure, sure, sure. Hmm. I'm gonna be very unorthodox by asking this question at this stage of the interview. Why is your favorite color and why? My favorite color is probably like yellow and orange. Right. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Is there one. a specific code? Like, I swear, there's like a hashtag, whatever code to that particular nuance that you are. Oh, no, I don't have the specific shade that I'm like. Because personally, I'm, I'm big on orange. Like, I'd say it's one of my favorite colors. You're both orange. There's in yeah, like, like although favorite. green as well resonates quite a lot. No, I like green, man. I yeah. like, do you know, specifically this color green. That's a nice mm. green. I love it. I like just Very like emerald. Yeah. yeah. No, it's always been yellow and like orange. I think it's just because they felt happier and brighter mm, to me. Vibrant, yeah. Because mm. I've liked them since I was like younger, so they've stuck. But I'm also very into like, pastels mm. and stuff. Mm. But my favorite color doesn't resonate with like my favorite color if I was like creating something or designing something. Right. That's personal favorite color, yeah. if that makes sense. Who's your favorite artist? My favorite artist would be Fabian Perez. I've always liked his work and I came across him if local to us in Kingston, there's the little, in the Bentles, there's a little store where you could, gallery right. by art. Did he happen to be there personally as well? Or? No, I was supposed to meet him one time, but then uh -huh. I didn't because something came up and I couldn't go to his signing in the gallery when I was at uni because I, like, I think it was a lecture, which I couldn't miss. Uh -huh. So it was really yeah. annoying because sure. he was only there one day. But I just love his work. I love the tones of his work and the How feel it like, gives. I don't know his exact age, he like but he's 80, definitely he's like 80s. in his like fifties. Oh, that's fine. At least yeah. he won't die in the next few years, so you'll get to meet him eventually. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> what a way to turn it. Yeah. Apologies if that is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cheers to him not dying anytime soon. Yeah, exactly. Hey, listen, if you're if you're listening, Fabian, better stay alive. <laughs> better stay. Alive. I need to meet you. Meet Samadina okay. sometime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> It's truly good to have influences, of course, and bring your own twist to what you want to come up with. And yeah. of course, it's difficult to be completely authentic and not take a bit there and here and sort of adapt and adjust your own construct as well sometimes. And I definitely think that you, you're doing it in the best way possible, especially in this painting that we have here. But also, please check out more of Samadina's pictures in her website, right? Samadinaart.com. Yeah, that's it. Don't Love you to spell that out. S -A -M -E -D -A -A. We can sort it out. <laughs> A-R-T dot com. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah, it's truly very authentic. You're doing a great job. Thank you. It would be quite nice for our audience to express some gratitude by checking also why not Samadina's Instagram page as well as the website. We could ask one more question. Right. So obviously uh Nate cooked me a lovely <laughs> oh, salmon dish. And obviously okay, you're okay, Nate's okay. artist. Tone it down, tone it down. I, I, no, I, well, you two are competing now. No, no, and no. I, and I, I'm going to do another self 
a little birdie on the grape dinner. Yeah, a little birdie on the grapevine has told me that you might be involving yourself in that field, in the field of cooking. Yeah, food. I do enjoy cooking. It's like another hobby which I enjoy. Mm. But the only person, people that reap the benefits of that is my parents and my brother. Okay. <laughs> All right. Will Will anybody else be reaping the benefits anytime soon? Hopefully, it's something that I want to look at in the future, but that's not my main focus right now. Yes, yeah, that's... that's my retirement plan. We got some time. <laughs> retirement plan. All right. Cool. Delivery also, of uh, burek to your own houses for yeah. you know New Year's Saturday in the making. <laughs> no, it's cooking with dinner. As in Dina, but dinner. Uh... What? The... And I, I thought I was good at things. What? Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Well, that's great. Um, definitely some good content coming from Alsa linked to cooking. Thanks to Samadina, hopefully, <laughs> if she agrees to uh, yeah. terms and agreement. <laughs> uh, it's, it's definitely good to have quite a talent in our show that doesn't just show her art through painting, but also through cooking. And hopefully we'll see some projects coming up.